Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And I'm joined online by Sean Gandini, whose show Smashed is a very exciting part of the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, it's on down at the uh, Royal Croquet Club. Uh, how are you doing, Sean? I'm doing very well, thank you very much. <laughs> awesome. Well, congratulations on the season so far. Smashed is really, really exciting. Uh, yeah, we've been very happy, and it's it's the first time we bring it to Australia, so it's been interesting to see all the reactions, and uh, yeah, it's been great. And it's something that I've not seen before in a show, sort of juggling and dancing, you combine the two, and uh, created something that uh, I guess is uh, quite spectacular. Uh, yeah, well, actually, we started combining dance and juggling a, a long time ago, so for us it feels like home where we live but then I, I forget that maybe people haven't seen that before mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's certainly a new thing new thing for um people here in adelaide to see so uh very excited to see how it's all pans out how many how many people have you got in the trip there's, so there's, there's nine there's nine performers and uh a hundred apples each show and <laughs> the show sort of goes from an orderly place to a much more disorganized place and uh, it starts off with with um, very precise, very choreographed juggling, and we use uh, mathematical systems to to choreograph the juggling. So there's um, and it's I suppose it's a celebration of patterns, and then then I think the show goes somewhere very different. So what sort of what sort of mathematical systems do you use? How do you make maths into um, there's, juggling? There's a notation called uh, sight swaps that was developed about 25 years ago, which is essentially strings of digits which uh, tell you the heights at which balls get thrown, the order in which the balls travel through the air. Well, in this case, it's apples. And it means that it's a little bit like a musical notation for musicians, but it means that you can, say, have three jugglers and very quickly choreograph sequences where, for example, the jugglers would go in and out of time in a sequence. Um, so it's it's a very handy and not so difficult blueprint for choreographing juggling. Wow! And how long does that take <laughs> to learn? How long does it take? To... Actually, it's not so complicated for 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 somebody who can juggle a little bit. They would get the rudiments, I would say, in an afternoon. It's much much easier than musical notation. Mm-hmm. Much much easier. Yeah. Awesome. And so, obviously, do you play an in, do you play an instrument? Do you um, uh, are you a musical man? I'm a, I work in I work in theatre. I'm more of a behind the scenes sort of stage management kind of person. But right. I've worked on opera before. I've been learning and doing music uh, yeah, through that. Yeah, yeah. So. It's it's much simpler than opera scores and things <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. But I guess then you you have a you have a way to completely record the show as it were recording shows yeah for that it's fantastic for that I mean like musical notation um, in its simplest form it just tells you the height so then if you were adding say body throws like a behind the back throw or an under the leg throw then you would need to add information that tells you that um, in its simplest form it's actually it's reasonably basic but then you can extrapolate it but in principle if we didn't have video we could record a whole show just in notation Nice, and I suppose it also makes it really easy for you for your jugglers to communicate with each other. As yes, absolutely. I, I would say that's the easiest thing. You say, "Oh, uh, let's go from the five three one, or let's do four four one, or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, do the digits that you use go right up to nine? Is it sort of zero through nine? Uh, yes, it's exactly that. It's exactly that. Yeah, zero through nine, and then all the uh, odd numbers cross, and all the even numbers stay in the same hand. And, and in a way, say if you imagine somebody juggling five objects, uh, that pattern would be called just five. So, and a five would be about that height. A nine for us is is actually very, very 
high. We throw a couple of nines in the show, but they, they tend to go towards the lights mm. um, and occasionally hit them. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, not good, not good at all, no, no. <laughs> um, so you, you was, uh, you're saying you, you took a while, you developed this form of juggling and dance, the combination together, and I see now, I guess, with the... Yeah. With a notation, it makes probably doing the dance element easier as well, because if you've got something structured yeah. with the juggling, you can structure it with the dance as well. Yes, yeah. Actually, we have another piece which we, 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 we're not performing here, but which we just premiered in London, where it's four jugglers and four ballet dancers, and we were interested in... Ballet has a whole vocabulary and a whole formality, and in, in a sense, contrasting juggling with that and seeing whether one could invent juggling a vocabulary that was as ornate and as clear um, but it's certainly I mean for us what we've been doing with the company for, for two decades now is looking at juggling uh, in a way as a form of dance or as a form of theatre that could be used to express other things other than the, the classic cabaret or the classic street show mm. that, that actually we really enjoy seeing as well and um, uh, it was just seeing whether juggling had more potential than that yeah and we certainly, certainly found it through through Smashed. Um, how have the audiences been finding it? The audiences have been good. Uh, I felt like there was a, a switch, which was good to have. At the beginning, I felt like a lot of people were coming expecting uh, a more um, cabaret or circusy show. Mm-hmm. So I think there was a little bit of a, a problem in communication at the beginning uh, in that I think that the, the, the piece is structured more like a dance mm. piece. And, and I think, in a sense, a certain dance literacy does help or, or um, an enjoyment uh, of things moving and choreography is probably more more what one needs to, to enjoy the show than, than uh, coming just for the big tricks or the spectacular, which, which are in there as well, but they're more disguised. <laughs> yeah. And as well, I mean, it's, it's something you very quickly, I guess, turn the audiences they're going through and as they're watching the piece as well, they sort of see the wonder of it and get, get into the rhythm and the, the wonder of the show as it goes along. Yes, exactly. And actually, that's in a way, that's what's been happening is maybe if people are coming expecting something else, slowly they get drawn into this, this alternative um, way of looking at juggling. And, and I mean, the piece also, well, we're trying to, um, it has a theatrical context as well. So we, we, we're hoping that it leaves the audience with a certain amount of um, images and messages. Uh, not messages, but a, a certain images which stimulate the imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have you got a good <laughs> apple supplier for the season? We've got a great apple supplier, actually. At the beginning, the, the first batch of apples we had were too small, and uh, now we have the per- perfect, perfect apples. But it's 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 so tricky to get the, just the perfect juggling apple because uh, it's you don't want it to be too slippery or too small or too big. Or um, but this piece has been done about four hundred times now, so um, we've had everything from uh, too big to in Munich recently we had apples that were almost square. Oh. So we realized that we had to add to the tech spec that, that the apples needed to be round. We'd always taken it for granted that it was obvious that apples were round, but yeah, there you go. And then we eat a bunch of apples at the end, and you'd never know before a show. So I suppose we don't taste them before a show, so it always comes as a surprise whether they're delicious or mm. bitter or yeah. yes. 
So do you know what brand that you're using? What sort of variety of apple? You, you know, think? I don't know, but no, I don't. Um, I think it might be Golden Delicious, these ones. They certainly mm-hmm. look like Golden Delicious. Do the audience get to have any as well, or probably that's a bit difficult? Uh, we, we Occasionally we give some of the kids the apples. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the stray apples are given to horses here, which is really nice. We oh, like nice. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> But it's good that good that things don't go to waste at the end of the run, especially yeah. when, you, when you've yeah, got that absolutely. many crops that you've got to use every night. That's uh, that's quite great that it can go somewhere good at the end. Yeah, of it. it's good that it goes somewhere. I agree. Yeah. Although yeah. you're probably sick of apples yourself, you probably don't like eating them anymore. I see none of us eat apples anymore outside of work, which is a bit strange. <laughs> but uh, ah, it's uh, yeah, the perils of the job. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time today, Sean. Uh, Smash. Thank you very much. Smash, presented by Arts Project Australia, is on at the Royal Croquet Club for the 2015 Adelaide Fringe, uh, playing the Panama Club uh, right through to the end of the Fringe. It's at Victoria Square. More details at adelaidefringe.com.au. Get tickets from Fringe Ticks and other details at linkadelaide.com.au. Sean, thank you so much for your time and uh, happy juggling here in Adelaide. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.